how do people cope with loss death failure and constant abuse last month certainly did not boundary start with two painful rejections two painful emails that have been marked as stirred in my new folder no i'm not saving these emails for when i finally get blue as we see in nigeria neither is it how I got rejected and triumphed through the future LinkedIn posts. No, I'm not doing that. I think, I think it's more or less like for me, it's just to remind myself that I actually tried to put myself out there. Sometimes it's hard to put yourself out there, especially when you know that there's a possibility that you will not get it. But you just tell yourself that, look, if you don't ever put yourself out there, you never know what will come for you. So it was basically just. I wanted to get to do two courses that one was a diploma and postgraduate diploma, the other one was uh, just an opportunity and both of them as scholarship opportunities and um, I didn't get both of them. Got the no rejections on two separate different days anyway. I was just remind myself, like I reminded myself that I tried, I made an effort and the evidence that I pushed procrastination aside one Full one one procrastination zero. And if it is self doubt, I won't lie, it was, I mean, I will not lie, it was extremely painful to not be accepted for these opportunities because, again, you begin to question yourself, you being not as good as you think you are. And then again, the question becomes if you're not as good as you are and you're trying to make an effort to be better and you don't get accepted, does it mean that you will never get accepted for anything? Also, bear in mind that's all these opportunities are opportunities that are um, free as well so that's why you're asking for a scholarship because you know you can't currently afford to pay for this program so scholarship will make a lot of sense so if you're not going to get that scholarship to get there, it just seems like it's frustrating so i mean it was painful for me not to accept it for these opportunities and um, i took this in the fact that i applied first place and i was like well did you missed Perhaps something else that made it easier. I should remember now what happens to me. I mean, God actually was saying it, so I don't I don't have to kill myself or feel bad about it. So, you know, since I've chosen to live my life on good steps, so I'm like, well, if Jesus cannot get the better on you. This one's just God has control over my life. Whatever happens. I mean, I'm in his hands and I'm as long as I know that God's God um, has my back. I'm more comfortable and there's nothing that can offer truly. So one of my favorite lessons comes from the book of Genesis in the Bible. And it's actually the story of Joseph. And you know it's very simple. Joseph had twelve brothers. And Joseph was Levin's brother and he had a younger brother. And so Joseph, right from when he was growing up, he always had this dream that you know his brothers would bow to him one day. And he used to see the dreams, and then his brothers were like, Oh, what you find out? We bow to you. Come on, we came before you. Are we going to bow with you? What kind of dreams are those? So eventually, one day, the first show had so much love on Joseph, and Joseph was like, loved, he was accepted, he was appreciated by his father. And I don't know, maybe the brothers felt a certain kind of way, and he began to creep in. And so one day they go to the other Joseph, and you know, they try to. I don't know, maybe kill him, and one of them says, oh, no, we can't kill our brother. What do we do? And they him, fight, 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 put him in the well, and the other one says, no, what is something wild, and he might eat him. And there were different scenarios, and since I was already there, 
put that's how it was written in scripture. So this is me just realizing what could have happened at that particular time. But eventually one of them says to oh, what's this guy is going. Let's sell our brothers. Let's sell their brothers a slave and come on. This is biblical times when I mean I guess people sold people as slaves. And then they sell him as a slave. So I mean Joseph, I mean, his life just took a terrible detour. Some of the dreams that I was going to be this great person, and then along the way to the final, I seen him slave as a slave, and your brother's coming. That's like the ultimate betrayal ever. Like, how'd you come back from that kind of thing? And, you know, he just was, I mean, was, was bad. But, I mean, one thing that was constant for Joseph was like, he knows his faith in God. I mean, apart from being sold, he was lied against, and he had to go to prison. and I mean, he just still had a faith in God, like, just great follow what God has said to me. I don't care what my details look like. I don't care, like, if I don't get this thing. I don't care if I have this rejection. I'm just going to focus simple down on my rejections, you know. So you got me thinking, like, there are days that it gets so hard. And if it's like nothing, is that working in favor? Like, everything's just not working well. Rejection here, rejection there, and all of that. It's in those moments are good, you know, it's ever so close to you, to us, and, you know, it's like it's the only lifeline that keeps for me. It's the only lifeline that keeps hanging in that keeps me hanging in the without which I find extremely difficult for me to navigate all the rejections and the obstacles that are in the way. God gives me hope. I mean comes as a word, you know, I you know it does I have which I think towards you, does I have for you, that's of good, that's a good day out of evil, you know, to give you hope for the future. You know, some scriptures say I think to give an expected end. And that's Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven. So I imagine Joseph in handcuffs, sitting in prison, thinking about his brother's betrayal, thinking about what's, what's this future? What have I done wrong? Why was I? How oh my brother do this to me? Like I didn't deserve this, you know. And you know, we're just waiting for the future. So God promised me. I'm wondering where his own glimmer of hope will come from, or do you know, and the strength that he had, so he will not be broken by this despair, this terrible things that happened to him. You know. And then, since, as long as we live and breathe, there will be moments where we are overwhelmed with our problems and issues and rejections and rules. Could be a thousand rules. And then, you know, we can just give up yet. Let's give our hope. More than we live our hope. God is as present as he was with Joseph as he is today. And Jesus, Jesus reminds us constantly to give our burdens to him. He's the hope that we cling to, the rock that we hold on to, so that we don't fall off. To hear because sometimes that's how life seems like. It's like you know when you're watching a movie and you know, it's like action movies. I like action movies a lot, so now it's action movie and you know you're watching an action movie and the actors running away from somewhere in the woods and I don't know, you know those roads that seem like I see they're turning and they're so slim and then the other cars pursuing him and it's like they're running off the road. It's just very close to the teeth and you know it's like. Even little thing, he's gonna fall down the cliff and go down the rocks. And, you know, he probably dies before we get to enjoy him and see him kill all the people with him for whatever reason that is. But instead, God is that the life, the heal, and the the heal is in those movies. What is life is to us? Like life feels like we're on the hill, we're on the edge, and then God is that rock that we hold on to. You know, sometimes when you're falling through a hill and there are rocks and trees and you just grab something so you don't fall down. God is that rock that holds us 
that says you know, we're not going to fall, you're not going to despair, you're not going to suffer or be in constant depression because of this or, or I mean, your mind beating down because of this. So he's just reminding us that, look, give me your burdens and I mean, I'll give you a rest, I will let you fall. For me, I think that's the greatest reassurance of anything that I can, greater than what any of us any personal circumstances. So I think that's the greatest reassurance, and as long as I have that, I think, I think, um, it's, it's okay. I mean, I know much has been hard. You probably will be hard out. I mean, the hope that I have keeps me going that someday, if nothing ever works, it's still good. I'm not going to falter because I know that I have this hope. And however the future comes, it comes. I'm not going to bother myself, hit my head against it because I don't know what tomorrow will be. So, so, so today, I, I think that's that's in the end. In summary, it is true to have to have hope, to have hope, and to to not be afraid and of what and how many rejections come out. You know that God is a presence here in terms of trouble. That's just it. So. Um, signing out of today's post, uh, it's for woman again, and um, for the first time here, I have other episodes, um, other um, recordings, maybe just read, listen, simply share, or something you think, you can always send me a message, send me an email, follow me on my blog, I'll respond to your questions, see if they are any thoughts. Um, and I also want to say that if you're going through something that's so difficult, for someone you can talk to, if something that's putting you in a state of depression, I mean, prayer, prayer works. Prayer works is what I would say at the same time. I would also say go see medical person for whatever it is that you're going through, but at the end of the day, prayer works. Prayer helps. I mean, prayers help me a lot and does help me to have hope in spite of lots of things and I, I believe that prayer works and still see a medical person for it but also at the same time God is there God has not left you if everybody has abandoned you you feel defeated God's still there and God's ever so close because it is I mean it's a constant friend and it's closer than it's like a friend that sticks closer than a brother so he stands at the door of everybody's heart so he's knocking so like Knock, 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 knock. Don't feel so bad. Let me come in and dine with you and take away your burdens. Cast your burdens on it. That's basically it. So, till the next episode, I think this is a bit longer. Do have a lot of time? It's for one thing. God bless you. You always will. And hopefully, the next episode, I don't know what to talk about. Maybe because I'm that I read. Bye. I love it.